Hi, and welcome back to On Track Tips. My name is Jason Weiser, and you're listening to Get On Track, Stay On Track, and we're helping your small business one expert at a time. And today, our expert is Brian Carter. And Brian is going to talk to us today by helping us debunk the myth or, or, or break the debate of which is better, Google Plus versus Facebook. We're really asking the question, more importantly, which is better, Google Plus or Facebook for your business? Okay? So, for those of you that don't know Brian, uh, Brian's not just some, you know, sideshow opinion Joe. He's not some recorded message going to be touting some network evangelism. He's a balanced, he's a seasoned entrepreneur. He understands social media for marketing. Brian's a highly respected keynote in the social media stages, including conferences like SEO Moz, SMX, PubCon, and the much-anticipated and upcoming social media marketing world. He's been quoted and profiled by Information Week, ABC, U.S. News and World Report, Mashable, The Wall Street Journal, Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine. He's a, a three-time author with titles like The Like Economy, Facebook Marketing, and the much-anticipated LinkedIn for Business. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a stand-up guy. One of the few things that uh, uh, the few people know about Brian is that he failed to climb California's highest peak. But <laughs> revenge it's is on the horizon. Brian, yeah. welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's so good to have you. And I know that this is a hot debate. I mean, there's a lot of discussion going on. It's going to be polarized. Um, you know, we weren't intending on doing any sort of a smackdown. That's not what we were looking for. <laughs> I really want to focus on helping our readers, our listeners, be able to walk away from the show and say, okay, I've got enough information now. I can make a, an informed decision to decide which is better for my business, Google Plus or Facebook. And uh, so those of you that are watching, if you're on YouTube right now, go ahead and make some comments and make sure you keep them short and sweet. And uh, we'll try to bring those up at the end of the show. Also, if you're on the Google Plus Events tab, use that comment stream there. And for those of you that are on Twitter, you know what to do and you know how much OnTrack Tips loves Twitter. So use the hashtag OnTrackTips over at Twitter. In fact, there's a tweet already in the stream. Go ahead and share that right now uh, or, or just say OnTrack Tips welcomes Brian Carter to the show starting now. Okay. So, uh, Brian, real quickly, yeah. when, 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 uh, when somebody, let's just start right out with it. When somebody asks you, uh, one of your clients comes up to you, they say, okay, which is the better network? What's your answer? They don't ask that. <laughs> your, your, your clients don't ask that. They don't ask that. They didn't. They never ask if Google Plus is as good as Facebook. Because they what? Because nobody that I've. <laughs> I'm trying not to be too um, inflammatory. Um, I just I just don't get that question. Um, I mean, your, since I've been on I'm since sorry. I've been on Google Plus, like I on Google Plus, I encounter a very very different attitude about social marketing than what I get from like regular people or from other social media people that I talk to like the experts um, there's just no there's no competition <laughs> okay now who it's important I think to, to ask then who are your clients who are who well, the who, ones the ones I can disclose some of them I'm not allowed to say who they are I can only say their category so I have clients that are small business medium-sized business I have fortune 500 clients too that in particular we have three or four brands uh, that are over-the-counter health uh, products that you would recognize in the drugstore, um, and you know, staffing company. We have one of those. Actually, three. They have three brands, um, and then just tons of of small and medium-sized businesses that have contacted me 
over the years. Um, so I feel like I've I've had a pretty wide range of experience, and we've done campaigns that are for lead gen. We've done direct e-commerce. We've done uh, just awareness boosting type campaigns too. Um, so all types, all sizes, B two B and B two C. Okay, and you're on Google Plus now. How active are you on Google Plus? I'm not. I'm not very. And 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 it's funny too because I, mean, I mean one of the first things that I hear getting on Google Plus is like, like for example, I do. I create these Hangouts on Air because I'm like, oh, the Hangouts on Air are great. Like, let's do some live panels. So I created a, a number of them. And I'm not doing more than like one every week or two, right? And then I started inviting people to the to the Hangouts on Air, and uh, one of the Google Plus experts was like, "Be careful! You shouldn't invite people so much because they're going to mute you." And I'm like, "Why would they mute me? I don't understand." <laughs> like, you get a notification about something you're not interested in, you just ignore it, right? But but there's a different attitude on Google Plus, which actually makes me less enthusiastic about sharing. Um, so and and I've never really understood that too. I think there are different people with different aesthetics about marketing. Uh, some people are more self-promotional than others. Some people feel that any kind of self-promotion is distasteful or whatever. Um, so there are a lot of different attitudes there. But it seems like on Google Plus, there's more of the people who are like, we don't like ads, we don't like self-promotion, um, we don't, you know, we don't even want you to tell us that you're doing an event. <laughs> like, is it, is that's like shooting yourself in the foot. Like, because how are you going to find out about it if I don't tell you? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So there was a there there was a circle that went around on Google Plus for a while there, and it was the 50 most um, it was 50 people that you must circle on Google Plus. And because mm-hmm. I'm uh, very active on Google Plus, in fact, Google Plus uh, when I made the transition over to Google Plus, my business exploded, and I've been in social media for well a, a number of years now anyway, and uh, never really saw the kind of um, explosion that I did once I came to Google Plus. That being said. Um, when I looked at this circle, these 50 names, I was like, okay, um, of all these 50 names, there's like five people that are even here on Google Plus that are engaging, that are actually talking. And, and you, of course, know that right. on Google Plus, engagement is a huge buzzword. Relationship marketing is a big buzzword. Yeah. What words you don't see on the other networks? Some of the names that I saw that were not active on Google Plus, they have profiles. Lewis Howes, Christy Hines, Derek Halpern. I love Derek Halpern, one of my big heroes, Okay. Guys that are active on Google+, very active, Chris Brogan, Jay Bear, Ryan Solis, uh, Rand Fishkin, obviously Rand Fishkin would be because the SEO connection between Google Search makes perfect sense. What are your thoughts? Why are, why are Lewis and Christy, Derek, and yourself, why are you guys not over here on Google+. Well, I'm not really sure what it offers me that I don't already have somewhere else. Um, I mean... Uh, and 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 like to go back in time a little bit too, um, I kind of I was challenged by my CEO like in 2008 to get onto Twitter, and I was like I'm too busy I have too much of a life. And then I got on Twitter and I really really liked it, and I found out I didn't really have a life. I, and I did a lot of tweeting, um, and 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 it was great, you know. And I think that for some people right now, Google Plus is for them what that was for me in 2008. It's a small community of really great relationships, and and that's awesome. But when it came time to do marketing for real companies, they dragged me into Facebook, you know, which I didn't initially want to do. Um, but if you want to do marketing at scale, um, I I think Facebook is the place. Facebook and Google to me 
as far as Google AdWords are really the titans of, of digital marketing. Um, LinkedIn even, even though I've written a book about it, they're actually, if you take a list of like 20 things you can do on LinkedIn, I really only think there's like three or four things that are worth doing. Um, and, and really, so to, for me, the test is always, you know, what can I repeatedly make work for clients, right? And where are the customers? Where can I, you know, that's why we used to have mall, malls, everything was all in a mall because that's where the customers went. So you wanted to have a store, you wanted your store to be in the mall, right? Um, and I still, I mean, maybe you could tell me this because obviously I do spend more time with Facebook and LinkedIn, but um, did Google ever give any accurate numbers of Google Plus use that's separate from Gmail and the other numbers? I'm, I'm not qualified to answer that. I don't know mm -hmm. that they have. Um, but I'm, there, there are guys, I would ask guys like Mark Traphagen or um, uh, Martin Sherrington. Uh, I'm sure that yeah. they have that you know, it's every, every, every article you see anywhere that has those lists of buttons with like how many Facebook uh, uh, likes, how many, uh, how many tweets and how many pluses, right? What's the smallest number is always the Google Plus, right? Why is that? Because it's the least it's the least active, right? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I, would, I would shout out to Dustin Stout. I think that he, uh, you, you should circle him, and, and the two of you could have a discussion, and I'm sure Dustin will help walk you or at least share his opinion about why Google Plus is so powerful. Uh, he, he definitely has a compelling argument as to Google Plus versus Facebook. Um, but you, you, you say something on the topic of which is the best for my business. You say something that was so important. I need all of our readers to listen to this. And then, uh, and then we're going to do our survey question. The, what you said was at scale. Okay, so we need to, you as a small business owner, you need to decide where are you right now and how are you going to be scaling your business and what strategy is going to work best for you, knowing that Google Plus is largely predicated on relationships and engagement. It takes a lot of time and effort. It's not, you can't just buy ads like you can on Facebook and build create huge art audiences and allow it to kind of automate. So scaling is a huge, huge issue in determining what you're going to do. And the clients you're working with, big businesses, um, of course, they're not. Uh, they're going to. They're going to want to scale um, in terms of ads. Real quickly, before I ask you a question on that, though, I want everybody right now go over to OnTrack or go over to Twitter. Use the hashtag OnTrackTips and answer today's survey question, which is, which is your the better network for your business, Facebook, Google Plus, or both, and just put OnTrackTips FB or OnTrackTips Google Plus or OnTrack Tips, both. Let us know which one you're on and uh, which one is working better for you. So I'll be looking over there. Okay, talk a little bit more about scale and paid traffic. What are three things that we have to know about the difference between uh, Facebook ads and Google AdWords? Well, okay, so I mean, Google AdWords is much closer to the buying decision. People are searching for something because they're ready to buy. They, they are either searching the category of thing that they want or they're searching for an actual brand name. And often Google AdWords looks like it has much better profit because it is closer to the sale. The people that use it ha are very close to making that buying decision as opposed to social media where it, it's an affordable way to raise awareness. If you have your whole business funnel, make a triangle here. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Talladega Nights. I don't know how to use my hands. Um, 
at the top of the funnel you have awareness, right? And and at the bottom you have you're trying to get your convert landing page to convert, right? Um, AdWords is closer to the bottom, and Facebook and Twitter and all these others are up here. Um, one of the reasons that Facebook ads are so powerful is because because of the display ads and the and the click through rate is about a tenth. Uh, that means that you get ten times as many impressions for every click you pay for, right? Um, so if you spend a dollar on Facebook, you typically get about four thousand people will see your ad. So it's it's a very very affordable way to raise awareness. Um, and so is YouTube pre-roll. Um, but when I when I look at uh, a company and what they're doing and what they need, I'll look at their whole funnel. And in some cases, they're not profitable enough online, and I move towards AdWords. And other cases, they they have they just need to increase volume, and they're not well known, so they need more awareness. Yeah, and, and so I think that that's one of the strengths of Google Plus is for somebody who's just starting out online. I mean, not all of us can wake up in the morning and be a Brian Carter or a Lewis Howes or a, you know, Mari Smith. We have to start somewhere. And Google Plus really gives us that opportunity right, to build right. connections, build engagements, and to really start at the bottom. For right. somebody starting out right now, what hope is there for them in, in the edge rank environment of Facebook if I can't afford an advertising campaign? Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, definitely, and that's what that's what Twitter was a lot for me in, in, in 2008. Uh, was a great place to network. And networking is, is super valuable wherever you do that, whether it's um, on LinkedIn, you can also network. Um, there are Facebook groups, too, you know, that... that um, so to me, I see networking is a fundamentally different activity than social media marketing. Um, because to me, like I felt like, I don't know if everybody looks at it this way, but I had to make a distinction between social networking and social media, right? Social media uses media which are pieces of content, right? Social networking doesn't require any content. It can. You can pass this, like, links and blog posts and things to each other through social networking, but it's a much more one-to-one -one activity than social media marketing where you use a piece of content to, to mass market. Um, and... It's just really it's about efficiency. So um, I, I think you know a lot of people have given thought to the idea that we might be able to have com uh, company people who are ambassadors, right? Like Zappos that had 500 Twitter accounts. Um, that you might be able to have many people networking socially for your company. Um, but I haven't seen a lot of companies adopt that. Um, so it's just kind of an idea. Mm -hmm. So um, let's let's talk now a little bit more then about let, let's develop on that. Let's just talk more about the social the small business owner who's getting on. So what we hear over here on Google Plus a lot, the complaints, the rationale for not being on Facebook, and maybe you can debunk or you can help some of our listeners see well why Facebook is a viable option. Okay, what they're saying are things like this: um, I can't get traction on Facebook. I'm complain constantly complaining about edge rank. It's too expensive uh, I, to have to buy ad campaigns. Only 3% of my uh, brand, uh, people that actually like my brand page, are seeing my posts unless mm -hmm. I promote them or sponsor them. These statistics are, are obviously documented. Um, and, and, yeah. uh, so what would you say, uh, what, are these, what do these business owners need to be asking themselves if they're going to consider 
making the switch, you make a case then to our Google Plus community about why they should go back to Facebook. To me, it's not really about which network you're on. It's about a combination of paid, earned, and owned, right? So you have ads, and you have great content, and you have lists, right? So you've got your list of fans, you've got your email list, you've got your retargeting audience. Those are all your own media lists. And in my view, the goal is to use paid to get awareness and get people into your own lists and then contact them repeatedly. And um, one of the problems with Facebook is that it's become clear, like not just through those stats, but also through what Facebook has said, that they're not necessarily committed to us getting a high percentage of our fans to see stuff organically, you know. And and why should they be? They make money from ads, like just like Google makes money from ads, and they have to be a profitable company and so on. So, but what the shift I think people need to make is if you were previously relying entirely on fans as your only form of owned media, you're in trouble, right? Um, and I think the other question to ask is how many businesses are able to market without paying at all? You know, and I, and I think there are a lot of people in social media who don't want to pay, and that's fine. And usually there's a new network where you can get away with for a while not paying. Um, and, and Facebook was more organic and is becoming less organic. Um, you know, I think people did things with SEO for a long, long time that were more organic, and hopefully Google Plus helps us do that more in the future. Um, but then if Google starts to offer Google Plus post-promotion ads too, that may shift that ecosystem as well. So the way I see it is we have these cycles where there's like a new network and it's organic and a lot of small businesses can use it to benefit in great ways, but then eventually over time it becomes more and more corporate and it becomes monetized and it becomes, you know, oh, okay, now that network is just like everything else in the world where the companies that have the most money are winning. So you can keep trying to move to the next thing that's organic, that's powerful, um, but you are going to have to keep moving, right? Because that's, that's the trend we see is that whether it's Google or it's Facebook or maybe Google Plus will go the same way, it does get monetized. Mm-hmm. Will so you do you think that Google Plus uh, will have to monetize at some point, or is AdWords going to sustain it? Well, I mean, yeah, they can make that strategic decision, but they did announce the thing with the Google Plus post promotion through the display network. So, you know, I don't know. I, I honestly don't use Google Plus enough to know if it's even that visible, you know, to people. Um, you know whether those posts being promoted will make an obvious difference but i think the way that stuff happens is that once people the way it worked worked with facebook is is you're employed to get results for a company and you show numbers every single month right and if if you're not doing ads and your organic numbers keep going down what well, makes you look bad and it makes you complain about facebook but then you have to start buying ads right so it, it, a lot of this stuff is driven by competition and by that reporting to clients monthly um, and someone else can walk in and say, hey, I can do this with this network, you know. I mean, we have some of these big clients have run Twitter campaigns compared to Facebook campaigns or they've d- done blogger outreach compared to 
YouTube pre-roll ads. And one of the reasons why we're so big on Facebook ads and YouTube pre-roll ads is because they win. I mean, they get better results for the money. So um, I think that's that's what will change. I, I have no idea if, if Google Plus is going to go that direction or not. But if so, it'll be those forces. Can a small business owner afford Facebook advertising, a successful Facebook advertising campaign? Let's talk about, let's talk about a, a, a uh, barbershop in, in mm. my small town USA. Yeah. Um, well, I think so because, I mean, you could spend, if you can't spend a dollar a day, 30 bucks a month, I don't know how you're in business. So the question to me is, would you, like, would you rather reach 4,000 people who didn't know about you today or not? Okay, what about what about a more competitive market? Let's say um, women's inspiration. Uh, how can I expect to, you know, I'm a, a mom blogger talking about quote inspirational quotes, women's inspiration, mm. very competitive uh, yeah. market. But that actually uh, is that profitable. That's perfect for Facebook because you are rewarded for having posts that get shared and liked more. Your cost per engagement goes way down. We have a client right now they get one cent per engagement because their posts are so likable and shareable. How and many how many fans do they have? But that's that's irrelevant. Is it? I yeah, thought I thought that your price fans. comes down. Well, what if? Uh, okay, not. I think it's the only reason I want to get into this. Not is because isn't it true that you need to have the more the more. Uh, the more fans you have, the more it's going to get liked and shared, so the, the, the more chance really. is that that number is going to come down. No, because like you said, the, the organic visibility can be really, really low. So you could have 100,000 fans and maybe only 2,000 people see it, right? But what's driving that engagement is the, the post-promotion ad that people are seeing and they're clicking on it. And because they're clicking at it at a higher rate, that cost goes down. Where can somebody, where can a small business owner, where, where's the best place to start um, if you want to learn about how to leverage? I wrote a book about that. <laughs> you did. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about that. What's the, the, the Like Economy 2nd Edition um, has a much cooler cover now and also has a, a new chapter in there about B2B specifically. Um, I mean, effectively, I'm a small business and I use Facebook and AdWords and YouTube um, I use all of it. I'm always building my email lists. Um, I'm always experimenting. There's some new stuff we've been able to do with some clients with um, the Facebook conversion tracking pixel and uh, what are called website conversion ads. So you're not just trying to drive traffic to the site. You're actually letting their, their display algorithm figure out which people are more likely to buy right, or to sign up for a lead or whatever. Um, and what we've seen is that it can be a night and day difference. If you use that, that conversion pixel, it could mean the difference between getting leads and not getting leads at all. Um, and if you, and that the, like, it's really interesting that the different types of images you use in ads will determine like, you know, the cost per lead because the conversion rate is different with each image. And so you'll see like, I'll see the difference between a $16 lead uh, and, a, and a $5 lead, um, depending on which, which uh, ad creative you use. Yeah, and so for those of you that haven't heard, uh, there's a link uh, in the description that'll take you to uh, Brian's 
um, Amazon page where you can look up um, nice. the like uh, like economy and go in there and having read it, it's it, he does he 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 maps out a brilliant strategy uh, for marketing that works and he he gets you asking the kinds of questions that you're going to need to ask yourself to be able to consider this. So though we don't have time to get into all of the intricacies and the advanced uh, discussions like retargeting, which is something that you know everybody you've got your pen and your paper write that word down and do your business a favor and find out what is retargeting, what is pixel, um, pixel targeting. I mean, this is yeah. some stuff, is that what it's called, right? Pixel targeting? Uh, the, the Facebook conversion pixel, conversion yeah. tracking. I mean, if you, yeah, I mean, no matter what, no matter whether you're using ads or not, whether you're on Google Plus or not, um, you sh you got to have analytics, you got to understand conversion, you got to figure out, am I trying to generate leads or not? What percentage is my lead gen page converting at? That kind of stuff. Um, that becomes super important when you get into advertising because then you, you start to realize the amount that I pay goes up or down quite a bit, right? Um, if you're just playing fast and loose and just doing organic posts and maybe you're getting enough business, you may not have even looked at those numbers or, or the tracking yet. Okay, I'm going to run through right now. We're running out of time. Unfortunately, we've only got about three more minutes, so we're going to uh, bring up some comments from the audience. Um, who we see, uh, Andy Lyons here. She says, Facebook has been very, very good to me. I'm just saying. And uh, uh, Ter Terry uh, is saying, uh, uh, boo, Google AdWords. Yay, Facebook ads. Highly targeted, cheaper, easier to track. So it's interesting that we do have... Uh, what do you I just don't understand that. To me, it's a funnel, and they each have strengths and weaknesses. Just like you can't have just one catcher on your baseball team, you need to have a hitter, you need to have a pitcher. You need to have all these different tools to help with different parts of your funnel. I, I just don't understand choosing one network or channel. Early on in the early on in our discussion, Brian, when you said uh, you know uh, when you were asking about uh, give me give me an argument uh, about why Google Plus is better, uh, Mark Seidel, who's uh, very popular and very active here on Google Google Plus, he said, "Well, <laughs> Brian Carter, with respect, I um I don't know, Mark, you haven't paid you. me any money. If you pay me some money, Mark, I might be more impressed by Google Plus. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, there's all kinds of people who've heard of me on Facebook too, so that's." One anecdote. That's well, and, and, and you're not, like you said yourself, you're not here that active on Google+, and Mark is very active on Google+. Yeah. And, uh, you know, unless Mark is hanging out over there, well, and, and others like him, We have a lot of different him. things that you can do with your time and your money, and so you need to choose the things that are most effective with the least amount of money, right? Or So I, to me, it's 80-20. And I've got a diagram where I tell you exactly what percentage I would spend in each of all the ad networks, and it's prioritized based on the results and the costs. Well, and and to Mark's and to Mark's credit, he has a website, uh, HOA Shows. So he is his business is uh, built off of the uh, Hangouts on Air platform. Yeah, um, and he does a fantastic job I mean, of supporting of all the a lot of that kind of bias. Like that's why we try to do multiple channels, is because I never want to be. I'm the person that says you have to do Facebook ads because that's all I do. Right? That's that would be just my bias talking. Yeah, and it's a, and we want everybody to walk away from this, you know, and that's why we brought Brian on because uh, we get so much one-sided G plus conversation over here. I wanted to bring in the other side of the story, somebody that knows what's <laughs> and hopefully encourage us to stop, you know, stop just fighting over this, just to fight over it, and really take a minute, step back, reassess, get yeah. Brian's book. It's not, you know, it's 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 a small small investment to be able to really ask yourself, you know, you don't want to go out and hire somebody to play around with them. Um, 
you know, Facebook ads and, and stumble and trip. For $9.99, you can jump over there, grab his Kindle, and uh, and you'll be able to make an informed decision. Does this look like something that's going to be a viable strategy for my business? I'm going to keep throwing a couple more out here. Um, I have heard that uh, Kara says, I have all have always heard that paying for ads on Facebook will decrease your reach over time. True There's or false? never been any proof of that. Okay. And uh, Debbie Davis, she says, I'm not marketing at all on Google+, but I am connecting. And guess what that's leading to? And I know that Debbie is very active over here yeah. on Google+, and her Networking business is, is exploding. Powerful. So Networking again, that goes back to Brian's comment about the differentiation between network marketing and uh, social media marketing and social media, network. right? Yeah. Social networking versus social media. Social. It's an artificial distinction, but yeah, networking has a huge ROI. You cannot possibly anticipate it, and it's it's really smart to do it. Yeah, and regrettably, we don't have it. We're, we are really at the end of our time. I had some lightning round questions that I wanted to ask. I'm going to throw them out there, and maybe you can come back and address some in the comments, or maybe you and I can quietly some other time go up and ask these. But we want. I wanted to ask you things like, is Facebook going anywhere anytime soon, yes or no? No. No. Is Will Google Plus have to monetize? We already asked that question, and you said... I don't know. Maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> Is it too late for a small business uh, that doesn't have an existing following on Facebook? And you said, absolutely no. not. You can absolutely get in there and, and get started. Um, Focus on ads, not fans. Ads, not fans. Say that again. Focus on ads, not fans. Emails are portable. Fans are not. Very good. Very good. Um, that's it. That wraps us up. Brian, where are we going to be able to find you uh, if we want to get to know you a little bit better and try to convince you why Google Plus is infinitely <laughs> superior yeah. to Facebook. You can find me on Google Plus. Just Google Brian Carter or uh, Brian.Carter.Man on Facebook and BrianCarterYeah.com. Okay, and both of those links are in the description on the side and as well. You can also circle Brian here and uh, invite him into your conversations. Reach out to him. Say hi. He's a really great guy. And uh, go ahead for sure. Go to the, the description of the sidebar and click on the link. Head on over to ontracktips.com. Look for the big red button and push it. That's going to get you and I into conversation with each other. You're going to be able to tell me what's you're struggling with in your business, and you're going to and I'm going to go out and I'm going to find you an expert like Brian or some of our upcoming experts. Andrea Vall is coming on the show. Chris Brogan is coming on the show, and uh, we're really excited. And maybe Brian, you know, maybe you're going to introduce me to Michael Stelzner. He's one of man. Oh, yeah. I'd love to meet him. I see you interviewed yeah. him. And yeah, I would, yeah. He's definitely one of my heroes. So, for sure. um, if we can, uh, we'll be bringing on some more experts for you guys. Thanks for stopping by On Track Tips. Go on over to Twitter and throw out one last tweet. It says On Track Tip Pound On Track Tips rocks. We love Brian Carter. We had a great time today. We'll see you next time. Saying goodbye to our expert on Get On Track, Stay On Track, helping your small business one expert at a time. See you, Brian.